Welcome to the Girl Scout Advantage podcast, a podcast where we educate, empower, and share the stories of the Girl Scout experience. Join us to rediscover the magic of leadership, teamwork, and personal discovery. The Girl Scout Advantage, a podcast where you will learn how the Girl Scouts Heart of Michigan creates successful girls for today who will become the leaders of our tomorrow. Hello and welcome to another Girl Scout Advantage podcast with the Girl Scouts Heart of Michigan. My name is Brenda Smith and today I'm here with Molly Buckham, who is one of our membership specialists out of the Kalamazoo region. So Molly, thanks so much for joining us today. Thanks so much for having me. I'm so excited to be here and to be able to share more with you guys about my love for the outdoors. Yeah, absolutely. Um, so to get us started, Molly, can you um, kind of just give us an overview of what your role is like? Absolutely. As a membership specialist, I get to work with leaders and I get to work with girls and it's just really rewarding um, getting to work with people who are, you know, making change and empowering young girls, getting to do that and working with those leaders and supporting them in that role. And then of course, it's always so much fun and such a joy to be able to work with the young girls and watch them learn and grow along the way. Awesome. Yeah, I love that. I think that's the best part of our job is being able to see the evolution of girls as they experience Girl Scouting. Um, so Molly, the, the topic that we're going to discuss today is really the importance of the outdoors and um, what that can look like for, for girls and for um, troop leaders and parents. So can you tell us a little bit about um, the importance of getting in the outdoors and why it's so important in your life? Absolutely. Um, I have always been around the outdoors and always had a big love with the outdoors. I grew up on a farm, so we always spent a lot of time outside on the farm, whether it was uh, working with animals, we have sheep and cows, or, or you know, bailing hay. How many kids have, or maybe less, fewer kids, but more adults have memories of bailing hay on their grandparents' or families' farms. Um, and my parents both really kind of fostered that love and taught us a lot about the outdoors. And so we learned about bugs and plants and birds and that sort of thing. And I never really realized it until I got older, but just how much it benefited me to be able to spend time outdoors. Um, as a young kid, anytime I would get into a fit over something or get angry, my mom always said, go for a walk, go for a walk, get outside. And uh, that has really just been my go-to as I've as I've grown older is you know if I if I have to sort through something in my mind or just you know feeling overwhelmed or or stressed or that type of thing going for a walk is one of the best ways for me to kind of clear my head and breathe and and just kind of recenter myself and so I think that that is where my real passion for has been is is helping with lowering my stress and anxiety and that type of thing. Absolutely. And if you, um, if any of our listeners know Molly and have interacted with Molly too, I think one of the best um, parts about having a conversation with Molly is that I joke that she knows all the fun facts about like everything in nature, you know, <laughs> you could, you could ask Molly about, you know, this plant and she can totally give you the rundown, all the information about this plant or, or the animals who live there. And um, it's really cool to see your curiosity and, and how curious you are as a person and um, to kind of see that connected to your love for the outdoors. is just really cool to see. Um, do you think that like, 
having been part of or having spent so much time in the outdoors has has helped your curiosity or has kind of um built that up in your life I guess I'm trying to say definitely I um I still you know when I'm going on a hike or I went backpacking with a, a friend a few weeks ago and we were seeing evidence of beavers you know where they see the chewed trees or whatever and it was one of those simple things that I was like I wonder what beavers eat like what do beavers eat I mean they don't eat the trees that they chop down but what what do they eat and so my friend and I had this fun of like well what if you know playing what if and and just kind of exploring our curiosity there but I think that exploration that I did so much as a as a kid and even now as an adult is just that exploring and as you explore you wonder of like well how does this work like where where why does the moss only grow on this side of the tree or why what do what do walking sticks eat where did they come from you know that type of thing I think I was wondering the other day about like what are grasshoppers like I know that they lay eggs but what are they when they hatch like what do they look like and so these are these are the weird thoughts that I have but I still (laughs) I have that curiosity of wondering you know wanting to know how how the world around me works and it's I don't know. I think the curiosity is just one of the things that makes it more fun to be out in nature. Absolutely. And I think that's something that taking the chance to be curious and to ask those questions and um, like really think critically about what's happening around you in nature, um, even just in the world that has such amazing outcomes um, for girls, for everybody. I mean, it's so important to practice curiosity Um, And that's one of the things that I think is so fun about getting to talk with you because you are such a curious human and you just happen to know all these (laughs) fun facts and and stuff like that. So I just love that. Um, So Molly, can you explain a little bit? um, I know Jan touched on this in her intro episode about um, the the impact of the pandemic on girls. Um, And she touched a little bit on you know, the importance of getting outdoors and, and how getting outdoors can kind of um, help to alleviate some of these challenges that girls are facing right now. Um, so can you expand on that a little bit and, and talk about, um, you know, how getting outside can help to do things like reduce the stress that girls are feeling and help them feel connected? Um, some of that information? Yes, I'd be happy to. So thinking about spending time outdoors and, and all the benefits that come along with it. Um, and some of the things that like Jan talked about is um, one of the things that I like is that it's good for your vision. I'm, I'm a book reader and it shows because now I have glasses and I've always had a book in front of my face, but spending more time outside, you're always looking further away and you look up close and you look further away. And that's something that helps with nearsightedness. Like that's just one weird thing, but that's a a benefit. Um, A lot of the other benefits there, you know, it helps boost your immune system. Um, I think one of the really big things, especially in light of this pandemic with, you know, the increased levels of stress and anxiety and and depression among girls and even among adults, um, spending time outside is having the access to your outdoors and green space um, it's it's helpful for adults to be able to focus more at work. It helps kids for focus when they're doing their schooling as everyone's going back to school right now. 
um, being outside decreases your anxiety, it helps reduce your stress, um, it even boosts your immune system, especially when you're getting that vitamin D when you're outside in the sunshine. And all of those things are going to help increase your energy, um, increase or like help your um, feeling better about yourself. I was just reading about how doing tasks outside, like for me is gardening, you know, getting my hands in the dirt or flower, you know, working in a flower garden or weeding and those types of activities, even for five minutes of doing something like that, whether you're mowing the lawn or something, it's um, like helps you feel better about yourself. Um, so there's so many benefits for getting outdoors and there's so many different ways to spend time outdoors that help you have um, get those benefits and really feeling better. And there's, it's a simple way. It, like I said, there's so many ways to do it and it's so simple to get outside and all of a sudden you're experiencing all these benefits, especially in these um, crazy and unprecedented times. Absolutely. Um, and gosh, I mean, I have had experiences where, you know, you get so stressed out by the world around you and what's happening in your life and you spend some time unplugged in the outdoors and it's like you hit a reset button, you know, and it's like you are able to reset those emotions and really connect with, um, connect with the earth. And that is, um, it, it's just amazing to, to experience that. Um, and so last week on the episode, Audrey talked about um, out at camp, out at Girl Scout camp, all the um, great activities that are there for girls um, and for troops. And I know Molly, um, Molly has done everything from like the backpack on her back for a camping trip um, all the way to just like spending time in the outdoors on a day to day basis. So can you talk to us a little bit about simple ways to incorporate outdoor time into your regular schedule? For sure. Um, one of the things that it's, so everyone knows we're going through this heat wave. Thankfully, hopefully this is the last of it. Um, but I, with the heat wave, it's been difficult for me to want to spend time outside. Cause I'm like, Oh my gosh, I don't want to go outside and sweat and be miserable. But um towards the end of the day when it starts to cool down. Number one, that's just one of my favorite parts of the day, but to step outside of my house and I went to go check the mail. And so I grabbed the mail and I'm looking around the yard and it's like, okay, well, um, let me go check on my flowers, you know, and it's okay, checking the flowers and watching the butterflies and the bees. And that makes me happy to see them. And then I was like, well, let me go check out my garden, you know, my vegetable garden. And it's a horrible mess. <laughs> but just it's I don't know going and exploring out in my own yard and seeing what's out there and all it was is all it took was for me to walk outside to my mailbox and then it was like oh let's explore and just see what's out there and, and the longer that I spent time just outside in my yard looking at the plants or looking at the sky the sun was setting and it was gorgeous I could feel the stress and anxiety of the day kind of melting away. It was like, you can finally breathe. And, you know, I don't think I was barefoot. I was probably in my flip-flops, but if I had been barefoot, you know, feeling the pokey dry grass on my feet um, and, and hearing the cicadas this time of year and the crickets and, um, you know, kind of using those grounding techniques of using your sight and your smell and, and your sense of, you know, touch and using those to kind of ground yourself is one of the best ways, I think, to help reduce your stress and anxiety and just 
kind of get more in touch with with nature and feel more centered but like i said it could be as simple as going out to your mailbox it could be taking your kids out and going on a nature walk or just walking down the street in the neighborhood and noticing you know what flowers are in bloom or you know do people have signs up in their windows encouraging people like we've had throughout the season there are so many different ways it could be just tossing a ball back and forth in the yard could be tossing a ball or going for a walk with your dog i mean there's so many different ways you could even just sitting in the grass and having a picnic you know let's let's buy some pizza for the night and sit down and we'll have pick have a picnic on the blanket and we can see what bugs want to join us you know, while we're eating. Um, but there's, there's just so many different ways of, and it really just sit on your porch and watch the traffic go by and, you know, count red cars or um, just, it's, it's just noticing what's around you and really getting in touch with your senses when you're outside, um, I think makes such a huge difference. Um, I know those are just a few things. I like to go for a walk or for a hike. So whether I go to um, like a nature preserve and hiking on a dirt trail or I go for a walk on a paved trail, um, either of those things, you know, just whatever seems the easiest access for me at the time. It doesn't have to be difficult. Um, you know, it doesn't have to be like, let's haul all the kids and we're going to the beach and we need to pack everything. It doesn't have to be that way. It can be, and that can be an adventure in and of itself. Um, but it, it can be as simple, like I said, as like going out to get your mail and then just kind of walking around the perimeter of your yard and seeing what's out there. I love that. And I, I, in particular, I think it's so important, exactly what you said, you know, it doesn't have to be this big production, you know, it doesn't have to be, we're going on a week long trip where we're going to live in the forest and, you know, not have any, any touch with civilization for seven days, you know, it can be, and that's going to be a really great experience. Um, and we'd highly encourage you to do that, but it also can just be like being intentional once a day about spending 30 minutes to an hour outside unplugged, um, you know, maybe leaving your phone at home, dare we say it, and, and going outside <laughs> for, you know, just to, just to unplug and um, disconnect. So, yeah, I love that. I think it, sometimes we make things more complex than they, than they need to be. Um, so thinking about, you know, some of the things that, that you mentioned about um, taking the time to like notice what's around you and um, those grounding type exercises. What advice would you give to a parent or a troop leader about like how to help a girl do that or experience that um, while you're spending time in the outdoors? That's a great question. Um, I think one of the things that we really try to do and we try to model as Girl Scouts and as Girl Scout leaders um, we're really trying to foster that curiosity and, and to get girls thinking more critically and asking questions. And so when we're outside, if we can get them outside and like, hey, let's just go for a quick walk down the street and you, you start by asking questions or asking them questions of like, oh, what is that sound? What do you think that is? Oh, do you, oh, it's cicadas. Well, why are they so loud? You, and that's just part of the, you know, and you get them wondering and you get them thinking about it. And I think 
by asking those questions, I think that's how you help spark their curiosity and get them to start asking those questions too. And it's not necessarily just those questions about nature of, oh, is that a frog? Is that a baby frog or a baby toad that's hopping in front of us? You know, um, why is it a baby one? I thought that was only in the springtime. And, and having those kind of discussions, but I think that's really what it's about is, is fostering those, fostering that curiosity and asking questions and to get them thinking about the outdoors, but asking those questions intentionally so that you are getting them to practice those grounding exercises and they might not even know it is, you know, like, what is that sound? Or like, oh, do you see that plant there? Do you see a monarch butterfly? And what kind of plant is it on? Which it's, probably a milkweed plant. There's my, sorry, my plant nerdery, bug nerdery, full alert. <laughs> um, but, you know, getting them, asking those questions so that they're getting in touch with their senses and, and practicing grounding. And I think through that kind of practice in and of itself, the more often that you do that, that they will learn to do the same thing when they're out there by themselves. And that's maybe something even that they can do with their friends when they, you know, if they're able to go for a socially distanced walk with their friends outside, then they can start asking, you know, they might ask those questions and start those discussions on their own. Awesome. Yeah. And I, I think um, the other thing is that it's okay to ask questions, even if you don't know the answer. Um, and what a cool journey to then go on with your girl, you know, to figure it out together. Like, I know for me personally, like if I went on a walk in, in the outdoors, I do not know nearly as much about like, okay, here's what, here's what this plant is and here's how it, how it helps like the environment or, you know, the, the habitat that it's a part of. But how cool would it be for me to ask that question with my girl um, and then go through that discovery process together? You know, it, it, we don't have to know all the answers all the time. <laughs> Well, Molly, I think this um, gives us an awesome insight into some tips and tricks and things we can do to really um, spend some intentional time um, in the out of doors and refill our cup in that way, um, especially with girls um, who really need it right now. So is there anything else that, that you want to share? Any other um, tips, tricks, advice you want to you wanna add? I think uh, I love one of our Girl Scout slogans is go outside, come back better. And I think that's something to keep in mind. And I, I just really encourage people to find any type of way they can to spend outdoors and to spend it with people that you care about and, and to explore and to be curious and to engage in those conversations and, and just enjoy enjoy what nature has to offer for us and, and soak it in and knowing that if you do, you're going to be coming back better because of all those benefits that we talked about earlier. And it's, um, I don't know, to me, nature is just such a gift and it's something to treasure. So I would just really encourage everybody to go out and enjoy it. Awesome. Thank you so much. Um, I totally agree with everything you said. I don't know about you, but I'm like dying to go out for a walk now, um, spend a little time in the outdoors, even though it is like 90 degrees here in Southwest Michigan today. <laughs> um, so thank you, Molly, so much for um, sharing all of this advice and your perspective. I think it, it really helps to talk about attainable, simple ways that we can spend time in the outdoors. 
um, that bring about really great um, impacts for our girls and for our um, parents and, and leaders as well. So thanks so much for chatting with me today. Yes, thank you so much for having me. I'm always happy to talk about the outdoors. And Molly will usually have some some tidbits and um, information about, you know, the, the plants, the animals, the bugs, all the things. So I would encourage you, if you know Molly, you know, ask her those questions because you will learn so much from her. Um, and it's just, it's really cool to, to spark your curiosity in that way. So thanks again, Molly. To all of our listeners, if you haven't already subscribed to the podcast, please be sure to do so by clicking that beautiful subscribe button that you see. Be sure to leave us a rating and a review and then share this episode far and wide so that we can impact as many girls as possible and make sure that parents and volunteers, um, not only here in Michigan, but all over the world, understand the importance of getting girls into the great outdoors now more than ever um, because girls really need that opportunity to unplug, um, to spend time in the outdoors, and to find ways to alleviate that stress and that anxiety um, and those feelings that they might be coping with. So be sure to send this episode to one of your friends with a, with a girl, um, and that way we can spread this message far and wide. So thanks again for tuning in today. I'm Brenna Smith, and until our next adventure, be bold, be brave, and leave each place a whole lot better than you found it. change the world.